Hi, I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of films. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. So, darling... Won't you stand by me? Yeah. I'm married you, aren't I? What do you want? <laughs> that sounds like song. something I'd say. What? <laughs> I'm morphing into you. That's what married life is. Yeah, you know the song. I do. And also the f the, the film that we're going to be covering this time. Well, I don't know that, but yeah. And you let me actually pick this one, so if it's my fault. It's well, I thought I would. From your bone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, got, I, I went to like some list of stuff. I'm like, thinking it's like been a bit, a sort of harsh-ish with what things are covered. You kind of like semi enjoyed some of them. <laughs> so yeah. I'm thinking, right, okay, like you actually, what you'd want to watch. Mm -hmm. I think I've got a feeling you probably will. I said that, I thought that about after some, but I yeah. don't think you knew what after some was. No, 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 no. That's, that's by the by, but, <laughs> but this one, I think it's best way I can sort of describe it is a it's Stephen King adaptation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we covered stuff like The Shining, obviously. Oh, um, so it's going to be rubbish. And Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, all rubbish, rubbish films. Not, no, not going to enjoy this whatsoever. <laughs> but there's no oh, horror element to it. Yeah! It's kind of like a, it's more like a coming of age story, I guess. You said this to me and I was like, what does that even mean? Well, you know, like how... Coming if... of age doesn't mean you're a teenager. Yeah, and then it's like a life-changing experience as a child type of thing. And then right, okay. impacts your life, okay. I suppose. That's what I mean by I that. I thought you meant like, like coming age as like, oh, it's going to come, like, I don't know, popular now or something, like the way you're uh, saying it. Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, mean, I don't know what yeah, you mean. Yeah. So I think of it as like the first portion of it, you know, the mm -hmm. the, the the new one. I know you've you've seen that in the past. Or Stranger Things without like, the sci fi element. I, I like guess. Stranger Things yeah, things. The chemistry they have like that in oh, the group okay. of boys. Yeah. But it's all boys, but um No L. No. <laughs> hmm. And also to note it's the same director who We've talked about a film in the past, which is quite different. I guess it's the um, This Is Spinal Tap, you know, the rock documentary, uh, mockumentary thing. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. But don't take that as personal. Uh, don't take that as, like, oh, that sours the expectations mm. of thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> but no, it's, it's a very good film. Anyway, okay. I think you like. But um, I'm going with the IMDb synopsis. It's a bit more brief. Which reads, after the death of one of his friends, a writer recounts a childhood journey with his friends to find the body of a missing boy. Why does he die? Well, you'll find out in the film. <laughs> and you're going to say that to me. Like, I don't want to watch it until I know why he dies. <laughs> he murdered. It's a mystery. <laughs> it's part of the adventure. So if he doesn't do yeah. surprises... <laughs> I don't know how I feel. I'm like, okay. I'm trying to watch. There's a little on Paul's tablet thing here. There's like a little video. Yeah, like... I just saw a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so I think maybe going in sort of like on the lines of how, not quite how Shawshank Redemption was, but. Okay. Oh, I like that. In, yeah. But it's not as long, is it? No, it's not. It's hour and a half. That's all right. Or under. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice, okay. tidy story. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's okay then. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah. I'm on board now. Okay. You pulled me back in. Well done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back shortly with our thoughts. You ready for school? No. Junior high. You know what that means. 
the next June we won't be split up. What are you talking about? Why would that happen? It's not going to be like grammar school, that's why. If you're taking your college courses and meet Teddy and Vern, well, we'll be in the shop courses with the rest of the retards making ashtrays of birdhouses. You're going to meet a lot of new guys, smart guys. And we are back, having seen Stand By Me. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Not a great start, is it? Uh, uh, I, I don't truly know. I feel like the title makes it feel like it should be more of a relationship kind of Stand By Me, like a couple. And normally the song, that's what I would refer to. Obviously, I know I wasn't going into that, but... Mm-hmm. I felt like the friendships were going to be a lot stronger. Oh, you don't think that came across that well that way? Just how it how the ending pans out, hmm. like it makes me think. Well, you can be really close friends when you're young, and you drift apart when you're older. But stand by me is kind of like to me when you get married. It's like a through thick and thin. Yeah, you'll you've be together. Been there, yeah, for life type of. And I feel like that's kind of not actually portrayed at the end and I thought with Chris and Gordy that relationship them that I could see them being friends for a long long and I think they were yes but sadly in life you do drift apart and people come into your lives for reasons and they serve you really well for a good period of time Mm -hmm. and then that's that chapter done and I know I know but I think that I think it's probably down to how Stephen King's written the novella that's called The Body, not Stand By Me. <laughs> so I feel like within his writings there, it's kind of like a, a bittersweet kind of way mm. about it rather than like, a, yeah, everything was all happy and they all had great lives kind of. Like, don't get me wrong, I can't imagine all four of them staying friends and being really close. Like, I'm not actually friends with any of my school friends, which luckily you... Yeah, um, I was thinking about this, like, obviously, when, because it was really weird, because obviously, like, there was that part one, you did go to middle school, but then they kind of ruled out that system after two years, so then it's like, well, you, you mean just when go you're straight old, to... you go to middle school. <laughs> yeah. I never went to middle school, I just <laughs> yeah, went from yeah, primary, primary school to high school. To high school, yeah. Or grammar school, wherever you... Yeah. Um, so, I'm... I was kind of, like, going back, thinking, like, mm, the dates of when I was, like, 12, 13... I'm assuming it would be one like years seven, seven? I, yeah, I, would, yeah. I would think. So so luckily for me, obviously, shout out to Alex and Tim who are, are good friends from I still keep in contact with them from school days, everything. So that that it kind of shows that you can still stay friends with people who are younger because the, the last quote of the film and obviously we're kind of getting to more to the end <laughs> of than we are. Uh, the rest of it, but where he says, like, uh, Gordy writes, I, I have never had any friends later on like the ones I had when I was 12. Jesus, does anyone? So, yeah, I, I'd say kind of lucky in that sense. Mm-hmm. Have, like, friends and, and still kind of maintained that. So still, still was make, it Tim uh, and Alex that you had, um, like, in year seven? They were, like... Yeah, we in the same class and everything. And then Gren was year nine, was it, that he came along? Yes. And that was like your circle then? Was there four of you then? Or was there uh, some more of you? Or I'm just Yeah, no, think... that's the consistent, yeah, throughout. Yeah, I mean, there was other people from school, but we didn't really hang out after, out yeah. after school. Or that's why I'm trying like to think that. of yeah, these yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm going to go to you, Paul. Who is Gordy? Who's, who's Teddy? Out of your group? Who's Verno? And who's Chris? Did you have a Chris? We did technically have a Chris. <laughs> yeah. Who's Gren? I, I don't know if Gren is kind of Chris's um, persona. <laughs> well, I mean, we didn't really have like a, in quotation, chubby friend, friend who of like that, who like hung around. Would you be Gordy? Were you the, or was, was Tim quite bright as well? It's, Tim is quite bright, yeah. But I, I don't know, I wouldn't really, because they all... You're like, I, I don't really, want to offend my friends. I wouldn't friends, really categorise, <laughs> yeah, yeah, categorise them in that in that way. It's kind of a different thing because it's more like they're 
the whole American styling of and it, you know, with all the smokes and everything, because we didn't well, do that, like... I hope not. <laughs> Going back to when I was in school, obviously I did have friends, like, I'm not, like, saying I didn't. And I had a quite close niche of friends, but you always had a favourite. And you can see that within Chris and Gordy, within within this yeah, relationship. Yeah, they're, 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 they're the main two ones they focus on story-wise, so the not- development... Because obviously they they're the ones who are having the sort of like the com focusing on what the conversations they're having like when they're walking along. They're more deeper and yeah. more meaningful oh. instead of like just jovial joking around. Yeah, and stuff, yeah. And I feel like you do have that. You you have like somebody who you can connect with, mm-hmm. and you have these other people in your group, but you actually just have a genuine favorite, mm-hmm. and normally it's kind of reciprocated back. Yeah. The only thing I can think of though for me is I'm lucky. I always think my best friend is my sister. Mm-hmm. So even though when we were 12 years old, I would absolutely want to tear her eyes out, you kind of grow to love them as you get older and appreciate the opposite them. opposite ways. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate them more. But I think what this film does give you is the naivety of being young and how nice it is to just... To not have any responsibilities as such. Be just... so carefree a little bit. Yeah. I mean, uh, when kids are not really going out into the wilderness to try and find a dead body, but... No, but, like, just the <laughs> the practicality of it. Like, okay, we're going to go find a dead body, but then nobody brings any food. Not like, much money, yeah. Yeah, and you just you don't overthink about these things. You're just like, oh, I want to do this. Right, okay, let's, let's go and do it. Instead of going, okay, I want to do this. Right, what do I need? What should I take? When should we go? Who... Yeah, how do we it's organize more organizing, everybody? Yeah, now yeah. as you're older, when you're a kid, it's more yeah, you, you're carefree and you're just like right. There's certainly more when there's summer months like when this is sort of set. It's kind of like uh, yeah, just go out outside and play and do mm. whatever really, but just be back for tea time or, or lie and say you're sleeping at yeah, somebody else's house, house yeah, and then yeah. yeah. Okay, so it did make me miss being a child. Yeah, yeah, it's, it feels like one of those like like summer vacation type films if that makes sense but it's definitely like a coming of age story but it's did you feel weird of obviously the older than the they are like obviously smoking i was like oh okay yeah okay i understand it's like it's trying to replicate 50s and stuff like that and back then probably children yeah were smoking at like 12 and 13 it was like we're not norm. supposed to but yeah and even like bombing cigarettes from in the 80s you know. and yeah such they would and probably still today but it just seems a bit strange watching it on tv right when you know now they shouldn't oh yeah yeah but when it was filmed it was it was okay to do that yeah yeah it's interesting to wonder how the actors were as well like trying to represent a 12 year old actually how old were the actual actors themselves i think they were of the sort of around that age probably but um i obviously talking of the actors briefly the the kid who plays Gordy, I said, do you know who Will Wheaton is? And you're like, yeah, he's from Big Bang Theory. I love that's <laughs> like the the one thing you kind of remember when I say like a name of somebody. You know me like, who? who's that? <laughs> well, no, but Sheldon was always like his nice enemy. So like I remember Sheldon using Will Wheaton's name yes. a lot. So it was like it was hard not, not to, right, hard okay. to forget. So when you said it straight away, Sheldon popped into my head. <laughs> okay. We turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it just stuck. It stuck there. I like Gordy actually as a character. I do, but I would say my favorite is Chris. He's played by River Phoenix, who sadly he's died in, when he was quite young, uh, twenty three. What? From a drug what? drug oh. drug overdose. But he's the brother of, say, Joaquin Phoenix. He played in the Joker. Yeah, the Joker film. Right, okay. Yeah. The Joker, the Joker. Arthur, not... Arthur Fleck, yeah. In that yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's who Wacky so Phoenix is. Is he the older brother or he's I think he's he's got many brothers. Oh right, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Siblings, but um yeah, so he's yeah. That's quite sad that is. Is but Chris as a character within this, I feel like he's the underdog. His family is looked upon as inadequate and quite low level kind of citizens. 
the like thieving and such and he he just really wants to better himself <laughs> and even like the dinner money story where he steals dinner money and then he gives it back but he still has to be off for three days even though he's given it back and the teacher benefits by buying something for themselves i know yeah and it's, it's like shitty. yeah if there the... wasn't if that was another kid they wouldn't have done that but because i'm the, from this family yeah Get away with it, pocket yeah. the money, and yeah, the reputation precedes you, kind of thing, really. Mm-hmm. So the the other two boys, the kid who plays Vern, I looked up like, I surprised. Oh yeah, he's he's that guy, um, Jerry O'Connell. Uh, in later, later on in like when he's grown up, it's like the only thing I kind of remember him from, and like his filmography and stuff is um, Kangaroo Jack. I don't know if you've seen No, I've not seen no, that, no. but I don't think I want no. to. It's like a, it's like a comedy yeah, type of thing. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't it's, enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> um, but Teddy. He's, off, he's, he's unhinged, Paul. Yeah. Like, there is literally seriously something wrong with this kid. Yeah. But he had he had a pretty good career in like the the within that eight that eighties spell of when movies came out, because um he was also Corey Feldman, his actual name. So this film came out. In 1986. Mm-hmm. 1984, he was in Gremlins. He was a kid in that. Was he? Yep. 1985, he was in The Goonies. He was one of the kids in The Goonies. It's everywhere. You remember us covering The Goonies, don't you? I do, but yeah. I can't yeah. I can't actually picture this yeah. kid in, yeah. in The Goonies. In, it's as, like... as unhinged as that, yeah. And following from this, I haven't seen it myself, but uh, Lost Boys. Was... Peter Pan? No, I think it's a va- it's a vampire film, but <laughs> come on, that's what the calls aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's... I mean, it's not a stupid thing to no. suggest. Like, it's part of the Peter Fan film. Yeah. Wow, so he did well for himself. So he's the only one, and obviously we Will Wheaton. I don't don't know what else he did actually. But... <laughs> a lot of Big Bang. Episodes. A lot of Big Bang. Episodes, and I was which... I was in Star Trek: The Next Generation. But... Mm. Yeah. Don't 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 talk to me about Star Trek and Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, so you've got friends <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah it's um i mean they all do pretty good jobs as as they're playing the portraying the kids yeah I think. no 100 yeah. you've got obviously yeah verno who's the scaredy chubby cat kind of I don't, I don't get him actually to be fair and i know you're gonna say oh well sophie wouldn't have a story if... but he's the one listening underneath the house trying to find his pennies yeah and then he goes to his friends, oh, do you want to see a dead body? And then initially when he said it, he thought, oh, I want to sound cool. Yeah. He and regrets it. it. Yeah. And it's like, but this whole story, and obviously I know if he hadn't said it, yeah. there wouldn't be a movie, mm-hmm. but was all caused by him. Yeah. And then he whined like a baby the entire time through it, but didn't realise, well, that this was your idea. You wanted this. I know. I think, like I say, he was... Trying to look, sound cool because I think it's more like because they were like picking on him, backfired. Yeah, jabbing it. But no, it is funny, isn't it? How things like that when you're little do escalate. Yeah, yeah, the quite quickly. Things, yeah. Whereas, like now, as an adult, you wouldn't dream you of. Just, yeah, just have the the hormones and temperaments are just on high, aren't they? Really. For me, it was a bit strange want them wanting to go see a dead body. I didn't get the lure of that. It's because this it's someone they knew as well. Still, I don't think but, as a twelve-year-old girl I'd want to go see a dead body. Like, no, the again, thought of a dead body is not. You couldn't. I don't think it would work the same way if it was all females cast wanting to to try and you know go out in the the woods camping. That wouldn't that wouldn't work. Well, I think they could, but I just don't think they'd be going for the same reason the men were. There'd have to be something else out there that was like what magical unicorn. I don't know. Not a dead body. I don't think they'd be going out of the way to see it. No, no, no. Don't really know why anyone would. Well, the the, the reasoning for them was like, oh, they get on the TV, radio, or something like, being like, oh, so we're the people who found it. What actually happened to the boy? He got hit by a train. So he was on the rail tracks. Yeah. So he's yeah. stupid. So out of the the four of them, is there anybody in particular that you don't really gel with, or you just find irritating? Or yeah, I'd say Teddy is the worst out of all of them. He's just... He's not really rationalising thinking. He's just kind of charges on. He doesn't really think of his friends as much. He's quite a bull in a china shop. Mm -hmm. 
for example, with train tracks where he's wanting to do the jump, thinking he wants to look hard and cool, yeah, yeah, trying to impress, mm-hmm. but actually his friends are not happy with him doing that. No. And this feels like there's a couple of scenarios where he kicks off, causing more of a knock-on effect than he needs to. I think it's all the case with all of them, to be fair. They've either got but fathers who are abusive mm. in some way. Or, obviously, or just I know he's no gone respect. through a lot. Like, he's, you know, he's been burnt on the stove and everything, so it's like, yeah, I understand that. And the Milo, the, the one guy who runs the junkyard or whatever, he calls, he calls his dad out as being like a loony or whatever. Mm. And so that kind of triggers... Aggression. Him. Yeah. But he, he acts like a loony, that's the problem. Yeah. Like, even his own son acts like a loony. So wouldn't you think rationally like oh yeah he's called my dad a loon to not yeah, but you loon can't, out you can't... <laughs> it's not quite that simple is it you can't just be oh yes I see your point yeah but and... you know just be a bit more it, rational again, it's, thinking it's the main the way that hot head hot headed kids can hot-headed get hot headed boys with yeah, testosterone and just mm-hmm. like oh, you can't say that about dad even though like he's he did what he did and all that kind of stuff he just idolises yeah. him still yeah Chris is the best he is. Like, he's my underdog within this. He's mm-hmm. kind of the one that I root for the most. Gordy, he seems quiet. He seems reserved. Obviously, his brother's passed away, which is a very handsome dishy. Young. John Cusack, yeah. Yeah. Never seen him so young. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd, I'd kind of forgotten he was he was in the film, which I thought, oh, let me... A wasted like... talent there that's not in it for long enough in my opinion yeah so yeah his, his brother he kind of idolises but so does his dad and it's like all he cares about in like with the football aspect and so I do feel sorry for Gordy in that sense because like he's he's really trying but his, his dad's just not interested in mm. what he has to to offer what to bring to the table it's all about his brother Denny yeah who passes away and he, and he also has that dream when he's out camping, it's like at the, at the funeral scene, and his dad said to him, Oh, put his hand on his shoulders, that like, it should have been you. And yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, great. That's, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's a, probably a Stephen King trope anyway, like, you know, writing parents who are just, just don't give a damn about the, the kids. And so Why it's like, have kids if you don't yeah. care about them. Yeah. But, yeah. I do think it kind of reminded me a little bit of you and Joe, the age difference hmm. so obviously you're seven years, seven years. Yeah. so god is like kind of round when you're like would have been a teen yeah joe's roughly kind of little well, wee well, baby yeah, yeah, yeah. still of course and i think that's kind of that relationship with the brothers kind of reminded me of you and him obviously not favoritism within uh-huh. parents but more just that age gap but right. still being able to get along so so well mm-hmm. which is is lovely to have and God you do feel for him in a, in a sense but he's the one who is he brings water he's like right okay well there's a local store nearby what can we buy with what was it two pound I've wrote two it down dollars or something yeah two dollars thirty seven cents yeah yeah you'd be lucky if you could get a sandwich now for three pound might get a bag of crisps. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, was the world better in the fifties? Like women, for women, probably not. I feel like this has come up a lot but recently. I feel like money-wise, like what you could get for your money, but there was loads of jobs out there as well. It was just a lot easier. It's more simple time. Mm. Not everyone wanted to be an entrepreneur. No, an influencer. No, it was all just manual. Actual do, jobs. Do so, jobs. Yeah, yeah. Deliver papers. You know. Yeah. Just. Meat distribution, we didn't have everything automated yeah. or yeah. a computer could do it for it. The hardware store or whatever, yeah. 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 I think this does bring you back down to kind of normality a little bit within the film. Like, there is hardly no technology. Yeah, this wouldn't work today because with mobile phones, you'd be like, oh, just call for help or whatever. You can't, if you're going on a trek, mm-hmm. you've, your parents would be like... Where are you? Why aren't you home yet? Kind of thing. Or like you told me you were at somebody so and so's house. But I've just spoken you know, to yeah, him and exactly. you're not. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't work in that sense. So you don't really see that. So this is kind of like a of of the time, but it's 
it's kind of nice to see obviously that that scenery that's the location it's it's based in. Um, I said like if there was a place I would want to go visit in the states, Oregon sounds like a good place, and it seems to be. I I I would assume that this is actually maybe surely partly filmed in where it's set. I would think, but um, it looks it looks really nice. It is beautiful. It really is. It does seem one of those places where it's you're in the middle of the countryside, basically, kind yeah. of woodland, all landscape. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd want to go trekking on my own though, or within the woods, around go camping. Yeah, I don't think so. I wouldn't be able to do what they just did, like laying there. I'd need a tent or something. Yeah, certainly in the states, probably more all the creepy crawlies and yeah, that's what else and you know wolves in the. I do hear some. Like coyotes in the Even though they're forest. like, oh, I think it's a woman screaming. And I'm like, no, that, that doesn't mate. sound like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Let's go on to the other gang as well. Oh, yeah. Because I don't understand them. They, they, I felt initially that they had killed the boy. So it's Vern's brother, Billy, and his friend Charlie, who are talking about this when he obviously hears them underneath the, the house, whatever. Yeah, they bring up the body story, but... That it, they can't call it out because they, uh, there was a car theft that they were involved in, so they can't have any heat on themselves for doing ah. that. That's 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 why it's like uh, got to keep it quiet. Hush, hush. But it's Maybe not it they sound co- like they'd killed yeah, him. Yeah, it does. It does initially. seem that way, doesn't it? Yeah, but and that you know they didn't want to kind yeah. of reap the rewards because it, it was them that had done it. Yeah, draw attention to themselves. Mm. Yeah. Just don't know why the people out there like that in that like kind of gang environment that are just awful and looking for trouble and like doing that. Oh, swing by and hit mailboxes and. Oh, I, I don't know. I think I'm getting old, because I got annoyed. It was like, why are you damaging someone else's property? They've paid for that. Like they work hard to make a living to afford a mailbox, and now you're just being a twat (laughs) with no responsibilities, knocking it off. It's like. It's 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 writing writing characters that you love to hate, I guess. Yeah. Really. Although there's not really a a thing at the end, really, where it's like, "Ah, you deserve what you get," kind of thing. They kind of just Dwindle walk off. work walk away. They, they stand up to them, the the lads because obviously Gordy has a gun that he, he Chris got from his dad or whatever. So at least it wasn't they got beaten up like saying something like it or whatever. Or, no, I agree, and at least they kind of stood the ground. Yeah. But also, you don't really see what they turn into at the end, like what becomes of them or what repercussions or anything like no. their life choices happen. But it's just not worth noting, really, because they're just... I'd like to think that they just didn't, you know... Succeed, so they just yeah. became losers, yeah. Worthless. Good on Gordy for sticking up for his friends, because I think Chris mainly does that. He's like the stick up for his friends and support them and try and do the best by them, basically. And he's the most beefy kind of one to seem to handle himself a bit better. I guess, yeah. Gordy's like, you nerdy kind of geeky smart. Yeah, he wants to be a writer and, and everything, yeah. And I think what's really nice with the relationship that, that Chris and Gordy have got is Chris really belittles himself and doesn't think he's good enough and doesn't want to be mm. kind of holding Gordy back because he knows what Gordy's potential is. Yeah. That's why he's saying, like, you know, you get out. You don't want to be held back by us three kind of thing. You you, you fly. Yeah. Leave this place. Leave. Don't worry about us type of thing. You, you've, you're going places. You're, you've got potential. We're nothing, really. But your God, he's trying to be a good friend. Like, no, I see value in you guys. Well, more Chris, I yeah, think, yeah. than anyone. <laughs> Perhaps more so. But yeah. yeah. So it seems quite strange because the amount of time that we actually see the dead body and how long it lasts... And to say that the whole trip is to go and see the dead body, mm-hmm. there's not much really after the fact of because they do anonymous call. Mm-hmm. It's kind of they don't reap the rewards of being in the Telegraph or in the news for finding the body. Mm-hmm. So the whole trip was kind of pointless. <laughs> is that how you see it? Well, what have they done? I think they've kind of like opened up to themselves a little bit more, and like that's the growth of. Don't get me wrong. Doing, they've, they've the adventure. Grown, but... That's the that's the the main of it's not just a well. What was the reward at the end? No, but like the first intention of what they wanted. I know. I know what you're saying. Is yeah. kind of counterproductive. Yeah. They didn't get that. 
Well, we, I don't know what we'd, you want them to have to be starting dragging the body across no, country. No, it's just like, well, what, what, what are their thoughts with that? They were thinking of building a raft and, like... Until they got interrupted by the other kids. Yeah. yeah. So that's what they were thinking of doing. It wouldn't have worked. But also, I have another question. Hmm. Why are the police looking for the dead body? Why are they just going, oh, the kid's been... So how did they know the kid had been run over unless the train driver said I've run over a kid and how did they know what kid and the name of it if they hadn't found the body yeah I know I know what you mean it's just there's just a miss, just a missing person but they don't know there's a dead body involved that he's, he's just died he's just missing that's all so that's all they have to go on so they don't actually know that there is a body would you want to see a dead body not if I could avoid it no so you won't go out your way to see a dead body no not even if it was Younger and be like, ooh, that sounds cool. What if I died? If I had the news that you died? Yeah. I don't think I'd be particularly happy, would I? But would you want to see me dead? Well, they normally have to ask, ask you to come in and say, like, is this, can you identify this as, <laughs> you know, the person who's, you know, your wife or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yes, I would have to. If, if, if it was like you'd been horribly mangled or something, I'd... I hope not. No, I know what you mean, and I don't think I'd be very good at seeing a dead body. Like well, you're not those... when you see, like, roadkill on the side of the road or whatever, and you're like, oh, I get look. quite upset about that, don't I? Yeah. The worst one I've seen is a deer. I don't think I've seen anything that large. Because it's quite big. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen anything that large, no. Yeah. There's, with the... We're back to the campfire mm-hmm. scene, and there are always... The, with his story. The, the story of... Um, David Lardass Hogan. Yeah, I used to be a Lardass, so I kind of, I felt sorry for him. <laughs> this character that was just like for some reason just put into the the mix of a revenge story of eating pies, pies and vomiting on everybody. Yeah, <laughs> just really childlike the way that yeah. he's thought of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, except for how Teddy like calls Gordy out. I was like, well, what then? What happened? <laughs> That sounds, yeah. I knew you were going to say that because it's such a me thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like I was Teddy going, well, how does it end? Yeah, like, yeah. okay, he just sits there reveling in glory, but then what? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, that, and I saw you writing and I was like, I already know what Paul's writing down there. No, I was just writing, writing about the what Vern says, like, did he have to pay to get, to get in or whatever? <laughs> I was like, no, no, Vern. You, you, they just... Signed him up and said, like, oh, okay, that's, the story's good then. As if that was the only <laughs> querying. But I feel like he was kind of like, Vern was the lad ass a little bit. Yeah, to not the extent that was in the... No, but I yeah, feel like that was kind of somewhat... Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't re- recall that part of the, the, the story within the story with that. Mm. And it's like, I don't really know what that offers... Or anything, and just like, oh, it's, just, it's funny because it's vomit. And I think that's what it is, fat. and it shows the naivety yeah. of them, even though they're playing around with a gun sat in the middle of a woods on their own, they're still quite naive and innocent mm-hmm. and find people vomiting on other people amusing. Yeah. Now, that could have, yeah, again, if you were to take that in today's standards, that could go like even like cringe level, like, like really over the top. Vomit kind of thing. At least it was kind of like just a. And I would have hated it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It does seem to be everything about it is quite subtle. It's quite simplistic in a sense (laughs) with where life is. Uh And I think I appreciate that side of it. I'm not in love with the film. I won't say Hmm. I am, but it's it is kind of you see the relationships growing and. I think it would be all right in a series as well. I, I kind of see where you're coming from with like it being a Stranger Things, mm-hmm. but not the upside down and everything, but the way that they are friends and they develop that, that way. Uh, so you're saying this should have been longer as opposed to an hour and a half runtime? Not just finding a dead body. I mean, it could be in a TV series where you see the friendship growing. But through that, you're saying you'd want more of a character development yeah. From them. So theoretically, if you wanted for that to occur and more to get more out of it, you'd want it maybe a two hour film. 
say. I was still just trying to find a dead body because if that's the case, then no. I'm I'm just meaning more like time to learn about the characters a bit more, the the boys and the how. Yeah, but I think as well, learn seeing them grow a little bit, not just like a adventure. One trip, basically, yeah. and then yeah, right, okay. So maybe like seeing, we hear that obviously Chris and um, Gordy kind of progress and go to college. You'd want to see that. Maybe that could have been a bit more within it, or how the four of them drifted apart a little bit, something like okay, that. Yeah, rather than just a footnote. Yeah. Oh, and then they yeah. I don't like how it ends. Okay. Especially as now Chris gets, you know, he he did succeed. He became a lawyer, but... I was really happy with that. Yeah, it was like, yay, go on, Chris. He became a lawyer and then it was like... And then he got, you know, got trying to break up a fight and he got stabbed and died instantly, pretty much. Got stabbed in the throat and died. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, why? Why is that line there? Like, why couldn't we have just left it with Chris being a lawyer and being really successful? And then... The fact that Gordy hadn't seen him for 10 years mm. when they were so close. We're just a bit like, it's gone downhill now. I know. What's the moral of the story? Apart from even though he still doesn't think he can make friends like he can when you're 12 years old. And mm. I agree. I do think it is a fine age where you don't really judge people as much as you do when you're older and you don't overthink and you're quite innocent. And okay. Do you think there's like a point when, when you get to a certain age, you kind of like, right, no more friends? I've got no room in my life for any more friends. I think so. You do get to To a get point. new ones. <laughs> Unless you're swapping out. Yeah. <laughs> replacing them with... Yeah. Yeah. I think it gets to that point and it, I think it's harder to build that relationship up mm-hmm. with newer friends. In later life, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I said we all grow. We Our tastes in things develop differently and and so we kind of... We can outgrow people mm-hmm. and things like that it, it does occur within our lives or you, you know like you just just stay out of contact with people after a certain point and people move away and then you don't like go you kind of like you may be reminded certainly easier now with like social media and stuff you might used, used to be more so with facebook but, oh like what's so and so doing they oh it's their birthday and you won't remember it's their birthday yeah. but it social media tells, tells you, you that so. yeah you act like a good human being. Yeah, and just do the token, happy birthday, mate. Mm. And that's about it for until next year. Yeah. yeah. You're lucky, really. You are one of the lucky ones to have friends from school still. Mm-hmm. So you should think yourself very lucky. Yeah. Yeah, they're a good yeah. bunch as well. Mm-hmm. Before we wrap up, a couple of other things that occurred. The Firstly, with the... I like the conversation when they're having the, around the fire, like about the huh. debate of if Goofy's is a dog, is Goofy a dog? If Pluto's already a dog, then Mickey's a mouse, Donald's a duck. But it just makes you think these are the like the important things about being a child. Like this stuff really matters. I can be thinking stuff like that these days. Give over. That's because you have such an easy life, and I do all the adulting. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Well, to that argument, it, it's it's more... You think about it like chimpanzees and human beings, it's just a different evolutionary aspect. So That's you why... agree Goofy's a dog? Yeah, yeah, I do. Pluto's yeah. a dog? Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's just that, yeah, he's the chimpanzee. So why isn't... Goofy's the human. Yeah, I guess. What's, despite how, you know, by his name, Goofy, like, he's not... Super, super intelligent, but Pluto might be maybe a little bit more if he put his mind to it and then he'd become... A goofy. He'd be anthropomorphic, yeah. <laughs> but there we are. Um, and the other the other bit was the... Um, when they're in that swamp water and then they get out Ooh. and all the leeches... Oh, I don't. And I'd be like, Gordy, when it's like, oh, there's a... There's one on me ding balls. Dong. Yeah, ding dong, whatever. <laughs> to put it politely. And then he's like, oh, because I see the blood and like, yeah, I probably would be like him. And like, No, I guess I don't blame him for fainting. Well, I don't I, think I, I'd be great with it, to be fair. What if, I don't know, like, yeah, if you had one on your lower region. or Well, I think that's even worse for a woman. 
Ugh. It is. Oh, don't just creep me out. Even just on the arms and stuff as well. Uh, but I said um, there's something we saw recently, didn't we? Where it was that joke was also kind of implied. Was it that? I was that Sandra Bullock film, The Lost City, oh, it was. Channing Tatum, and there was a, he was like, oh, he's, oh, I've got something on me, and he turns around and she's, she's like, oh, 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 you've got like leeches. yellow, yellow leeches on his back, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was in some other things as well. It's, it's a, I think it's a common joke, isn't it? But it's an easy one, like, to, to do because like, oh, it hurts or whatever. And it's just and it's just disgusting anyway. And, yeah, yeah, it's it's not. They nice. are vile creatures. Yeah, they shouldn't really exist. No, and I mean you get people as leeches as well. So, yep, you do in life. You do get some. All right, it's time for oh, the scoring. It's me. And it's your, it's your scoring. No. Yep. Didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. With a miss. What's going on, Paul? Have you got like can I, can I be awful to you and say you're either losing your touch or you've shown me everything good now that there's nothing else no. great there or I'm just wanting more? Maybe you are. I don't know. Maybe you're maybe a snob. I'm not being a snob. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's not bad. It's not one like oh yeah, put Stand by Me on. That's a brilliant film. It's not no, that no. either. No, not even for the hour and a half. Yeah, that's a yeah. good perk. Yeah. But you admit that you'd feel like you'd want more or at least a series based to developing. I like character yeah. development. We know this by now. But yeah, maybe a little bit more kind of at the end or... Doesn't mean it needs to be longer than an hour and a half, though. They could cut, like you said, the vomiting scene story out or something to give me that at the end. Yeah, although I think that's, that's probably... Included in the book, so or the novella, so I don't know if, how. I feel like it's probably closely to the to the writings, so you know the form follows mm. the formula. So, character development a bit more. Chris died, which was a problem <laughs> for me. Not on screen, but... just knowing that he died because just... he was. I really liked him as a character. I feel like I was really rooting for him more than Gordy or anybody, to be honest. And then literally thinking he got successful to then be told he was dead within like the same sentence kind of peeved me off. And then he died. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> oh, okay. And I haven't seen him for 10 years, but now he's dead and stabbed and like, all right, great. Teddy is... Loose cannon. Yeah. And Vern is... Comic relief-ish. Yeah, kind of. a little... And it's just, I think, kind of brings you back to normal life and simplisticness, which you kind of crave and yearn without technology and being bombarded and how you can get bullied by actual physicality instead of verbally being bullied, I guess. It shows, like, the different, the not kind of the normal life of things, a little bit more simplistic then <laughs> good old fashioned beating up. Yeah, yeah just kind as opposed of opposed to then, verbal mental abuse. I think mental abuse is worse, at least yeah. people can't see it. Yeah, I I guess. If somebody comes home with a shiny black eye, you know somebody's it's, been Someone's happened. Yeah. yeah. So overall yeah, I, I don't know which is worse. I'd rather have a black eye. Yeah. Yeah, because mental one lingers a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So overall, I think, for me, it's going to be a seven. Just because it's nor great, nor rubbish. Just, just just, there, isn't it? It's just a film that I've watched. Put that on the movie poster <laughs> as a quote. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a film that I've watched. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I think I've broken you. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I'm not. I'm not putting out like a really high score myself. Okay. But it's not. It's, it's only one above. It's an eight. Right. But I think it's the first sim- simplistic, 
coming-of-age story with characters that you, you quite endearing, you know, in the, the whole boyhood mm. aspect, you Maybe know, just jo- joking around. Yeah, yeah. Even though, obviously, <laughs> perhaps. But, like I say, I wasn't really... Wasn't smoking or anything like that kind of stuff, but all, all really. His mum might listen. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, going off on wild adventures like that. I was kind of re- really reserved, so I wasn't really going out into. The, I do miss kind stuff. of the thought of being little and going wherever the hell you wanted and it being all right. Like nowadays, you just wouldn't. But also, where I grew up wasn't. I'm sure it was the same with you. You wouldn't really be going. Oh, I'm just going. Down the road and the thing, it wasn't really like a an easy access to open fields no. where you can traverse and do That's that kind true. of stuff. So it's as as nice as the location I grew up in. It wasn't you'd have to tra- track a fair bit to. I think do they did, to be fair, didn't they? No, I know, but it's, it's quite different from <laughs> the the scenery that they had to what true. we have. Yeah, so it's enjoyable to come to come back to, but. I think is just a, as it stands. A film you've watched. <laughs> <laughs> is a, yeah, one of many films I've watched. <laughs> but good to revisit. I won't go back in a heartbeat and mm. watch it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you face, you were just like, what? I wouldn't. No. No, I've seen it now. <laughs> I'm breaking your heart, aren't I? Like, Sophie, what do you want off me? I know. It's getting harder and harder. <laughs> I'm becoming more of a refined critique. That's what it is. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. I know what I like now. So, it's ever-increasing challenge now yeah. to find those elusive tens. Mm. Or nines, even. Or an A. <laughs> yeah, seems that way this, this year. It's just the January. January blues. Maybe it might get better in Feb. Feb. Yeah, maybe. Even though technically it'll be Feb when this episode comes out. So. Uh, yeah, but we watched it in January, so yeah. we'll, we'll let it slide. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good thinking, Batman. Thanks. Right, so thank you very much for listening to this episode and if you would like to listen to some of our other episodes you could do so over on apple podcasts spotify podbean and wherever else you get podcasts from and if you haven't already and you want to follow us on social media where you get to see me and paul sometimes everything that paul buys and a lovely white little cat called arthur if you paul doesn't say then you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, under the handle SP underscore film viewers, and you can get all that good stuff there. We also have a link tree page on them, I believe. It's definitely on Instagram we do, where you can kind of click, see all yeah. the relevant information mm-hmm. that we've got. Yep. And our Patreon yep. is at the top. Good, good segue there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is getting to that, yeah. So to join our Patreon, like the lovely people we already have, the Patreon family, who are Mark from One Hundred Things to Learn from Film, Ben from Film Vloggers, our friend Jones at Weight Loss Jonesy on Instagram. Go follow him. He he's doing so many food batches. It is untrue. Like if you want in an idea yeah. of how to prep meals and plan, then he's your guy. And the fact that he batch cultures on a weekend for the whole week, it feels like I'm like, I don't know how they're that organised. Smart planning. That's what it is, yeah. Food for thought. Yeah. (laughs) And of course. My mum. My mummy. (laughs) Who you can't find anywhere on social media. Because she's just that cool. (laughs) <laughs> off the grid like the kids in Stand By Me yeah yeah. so if you'd like to join them in having a shout out and also getting to pick a movie on the Patreon poll you can do so by signing up 
on patreon.com forward slash SP film viewers. So £1 or $1.50 a month and you can be part of the little family. I will shout you out every time we do a podcast. I mean, yeah. Like, so you've got you like your Twitter handle, your own podcast, your I feel like there cooking. must be getting the limit though if we get like a long ream of lists because I don't think everyone's going to want to listen to the whole podcast. Oh no, no, we'd just be like a, just a. No, we'd have to then whittle them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as it stands, yeah, yeah, we're all right. As it stands, ramble a bit more. So yeah, be appreciated if you did that. And it would also be appreciative if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and wherever else they do the scoring system. Yeah, any nice comments or feedback are always appreciated. And try and help Paul pick better films. That would be great. These are the classics, so... No. Stand by me. Saturday Night Fever, Scarface. Have you noticed the problem? They begin with S. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're all male orientated. Right. So there's got to be a female led or revenge story. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying revenge story. I'm just saying maybe if we had a bit more female in it, I might like it a bit better. Okay. Like Kill Bill. Great film. Yes, yeah, so a revenge story. Yeah, that that's a revenge story, yes. But there's other films like Singing in the Rain, which is not an revenge story. No, it's not. But, but that's a great film too, so... <laughs> <laughs> if I'm just saying maybe a bit more female orientated wouldn't go amiss no, I, I get that yeah 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 that's all I'm saying okay right, I'll try try harder next time Paul try harder okay. well thank you very much for listening <laughs> to this episode and we will speak to you next time speak to you next time bye 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 bye, bye. bye.